Today's Happy Healthy You podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash happy healthy you. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle or MP3 player. It seems like courage comes up quite a bit in these podcasts and this one is no exception. My guest this week has taken the tragedy of losing her son to an accidental overdose and channeled her energies to help all of us become more aware of the problems of prescription drug abuse. She blew me away with her story, and I know she will touch your heart as well. Hi everybody, welcome to Happy Healthy Today I have such an important message to relate to you and with me is Trish Glowacki and she's a writer, she's a songwriter, she's an actor, she's active in lots of volunteer organizations in DC and her major focus is raising awareness about the dangers of prescription drug abuse. Hi Trish, thanks for coming in. I Hi, really Kai. appreciate thanks it. Thanks for having me. This is so important. I think people don't realize what a problem this is out there and I'm so glad you're here and you're on this. You have produced a movie called Warning Take Only as Directed mm-hmm. which is so appropriate. Tell us how this came about. Well I actually wrote the um, film as a musical. Um, I started the process about two years ago and um, uh, at after the musical was completed, I we held a staged reading at Adventure Theater um, in Glen Echo, Maryland, and it was very well received. So I thought we could tour it and get it into the schools, and then uh, reality struck, and it's very cost prohibitive to tour a live production, as yeah. I'm sure you're yep. aware. So I went back to the director, um, Michael Bobbitt, who's the artistic director at Adventure, a sure. wonderful, wonderful, talented human being, and he suggested we turn it into a short film. So he helped put me in contact with my absolutely stellar cast and crew. Um, It's directed by James Gardner. And James helped me adapt the musical to a screenplay. And it's currently in post-production. We are a week away from the final product. Wow. So excited. So exciting. For the premiere November 5th. Yeah, I've seen some clips, and I should Mm -hmm. give a shout-out to Austin Colby, my friend, who put me in touch with you. And Austin is uh, an actor who's local to D.C., and we know James Garner. He's so talented. Mm -hmm. He's done so much good good work. Austin's an incredible actor. He plays (sighs) the lead role, and uh, he plays it very, very well. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Scary. I saw a few clips that were like, wow, Austin, is that you? Because he's the nicest guy. Yeah, very realistic. Um, So is it any Anything like Glee? Because how much fun will that be for uh, kids? Hmm, Musical? Interesting. Um, is it anything like Glee? No one has asked me that. Really? Yeah, really. That's, that was my, well, you don't, and there are no musical selections on the clip, right? No, so far. there aren't. We will be releasing one song prior to the premiere, okay. November 5th. But it, you know, totally. Like, it, it, it is some, somewhat Glee-like because yes. the kids in the film do break into song yeah, yeah. four times throughout the course of the 25-minute film and um so yeah i guess it is like glee although we don't do covers of of popular music oh true it's all okay. original it's all music. original music written by you my right? son no yeah. myself my son <gasps> oh cool. yeah and a very dear close friend um who taught my children in preschool oh. diana villamore so it's really uh yeah it's a sort it's, of a family project yeah awesome yeah 
Well, let's talk about some of these staggering statistics. First of all, what constitutes prescription drug abuse? Because, you know, people think about prescriptions that a doctor gives you. And at what point does it become abuse? Well, um, when I talk about prescription drug abuse, it's mainly uh, painkillers, opiates, uh, the hydrocodone, oxycodone families. That includes brand names like Oxycontin. Vicodin, Percocet, um, typical painkillers that you would receive from your doctor for any number of surgeries, and as minor as uh, dental procedures, wisdom teeth, um, you know, to back surgery, knee surgeries, what have you. Many uh, households have old prescriptions hanging around in their medicine chests. Um, I don't, for the obvious reasons, but (laughs) (laughs) not that I didn't used to. Um, Another prescription drug that is currently being abused heavily by teens is uh, ADHD medication. Wow. Yeah, like Adderall, um, Concerta, Ritalin. um, I can't think of some of the other names off the top of my head, but a a lot of, uh, it's, it's scary. A lot of people think that they will perform better on tests if they have the focus focus drug I'm using air quotes because here. we've been told that for we have been told for many that. years now mm-hmm. that you know and even some parents think you know huh, well it's okay you know um, um, uh, don't get me wrong so many children in this country suffer from ADHD um, both of my sons suffer from it um, and they wouldn't have been able to get through school without their medication sure. but uh, a lot of times I remember my my middle son uh, was asked to share his with some friends when he was in high school. And hmm, he got caught and he got in a lot of trouble for that. Mm. Can't do that. Can't do that. Because we don't know, you don't know what that prescription is going to do to that particular child. He hasn't been seen by a doctor. We don't know if there are any underlying issues. but you can't it, it, share prescriptions. No, you can't share prescriptions. <laughs> Period. No matter right? what. No matter right. what. Yes. Oh, so crazy. those are my two main, uh, those are the two main drugs that I'm talking about in this particular film. Okay. Let's talk about some of these statistics. 17% of all new illicit drug users begin with prescription painkillers. 90% of addictions start in the teenage years. 14% of parents say they themselves have misused or abused prescription drugs within this past year. Oh, my gosh. Almost a third of parents, 29%, say they believe ADHD medication can improve a teen's academic or testing performance, even if the teen does not have ADHD. Ah, Yeah, pretty scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one in four teens per, uh, believes prescription drugs can be used as a study aid. <laughs> oh, no. One in six parents believes that using prescription drugs to get high is safer than street drugs. Yeah, and I believe that's that's probably one of the scariest stats because that's, that trickles down to the to the children. Right. Um, and, you know, it's not heroin. It's not meth. It's not coke. It's not weed. It's a prescription that is sitting in the medicine chest at home, and I'm going to take it. Unfortunately, the kids don't know how addictive it is, yeah. and some of the parents don't know. They and they, the parents certainly don't know how often these drugs are being abused. Right. Teenagers are curious. It's natural. It is just part of their development. They're going to go looking for things right. to try, and uh, and they know that you can get a nice high off prescription drugs. They've right. heard it from their right. friends, from their friends' big brothers and sisters 
Um, so they're, they're curious, and, and we as parents need to really protect them from themselves. Yes, yes. <laughs> and that age, you and know. And addiction is a disease. Yes. We've learned that. Addiction is a disease, and we know that kids and adults, nobody starts out taking these things with the intention of becoming an addict. Of course, and not all of them do become exactly. addicts. Exactly, exactly. But the few that do, do. And then what happens after you're addicted to painkillers? Yeah. It's a long road back. It, it's a if, very, if very, it's, very long road back. you can get back. back. Uh, here's some more stats. In 2012, one in four teens admits to having misused or abused a prescription drug at least once in their lifetime. One in five kids who has misused or abused a prescription drug has done so before the age of 14. Mm -hmm. That's really scary. It is scary. What, what does that do to their young brains? Um, well, I can't tell you. I'm not, I'm not sure exactly what it yeah. does, but it's not good. And that's why I'm trying to get this film into the middle schools. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, that's going to be very difficult because the teachers, middle school, they don't want to acknowledge that there is even the potential for a problem of, of drug abuse in middle school. And so that's really your target audience, middle school, which Mark, is... Yeah, I'd yeah. say 7th and 8th grade is my target. But uh, the, the film portrays high schoolers, mm -hmm. and every school is different. Every community is different. Um, some communities uh, can... It's a high school program. Maybe it's ninth grade. I'd say ninth grade is the, the oldest audience because after that, they're just not going to, they're not going to pay attention. I have a feeling this film is going to be so entertaining. Everybody's going to want to watch it. Well, <laughs> so that, um, that's my hope, yeah, actually. Yeah. Um, it's, it's innovative. It's fresh. It's like nothing else out there right now. Yeah. It's not a documentary. I have nothing against documentaries. But a lot of the documentaries um, circulating right now about this particular issue use scare tactics mm -hmm. and, um, you know, just stories about the car accident that killed X and Y, the brother who died of an overdose, and the one who didn't die of the overdose, but who's now a quadriplegic. Um, this is actually entertaining. It tells a story, um, and it is accompanied with a discussion guide um, that offers many, many resources and uh, thought-provoking thought questions uh, to spark conversation in the home in the classroom and amongst peers so it really engages the student it does it yeah. engages and it entertains which the is student the key to learning really. yeah yeah, yeah. the songs um, are pretty catchy mm -hmm. I'm hoping to hear them hummed along yeah at some point I'm be sure nice. you will yeah that's exciting um, I, you know when we're about the same age, I probably probably um, you look younger I than I <laughs> thank you but no probably I'm probably older so when we were in like elementary school and I, we didn't have middle school, that's how mm -hmm. old I am, uh, junior high, we had drug prevention programs. Right. I remember being scared. Yeah. Um, Me too. In elementary school because mm -hmm. it was after the 60s, a little bit after the 60s, and there was, mm -hmm. and they were doing a really good job scaring us and, you know, teaching us, right. educating us about the dangers of drugs. But for some reason, aside from the D.A.R.E. program that's mm -hmm. in the school, I really don't know of any other drug abuse prevention programs that have been out there when my kids were growing up. I, I really don't think there are. D.A.R.E. Yeah. Dare was pretty much it. Yeah. I, I went to all three of my children's um, uh, you know, drug and alcohol awareness seminars where the parents were invited when they were in middle school and high school and whatnot. And 
I think all three of them uh, included the chief of police who came with his pictures of, you know, dead people from car accidents. Yeah. And, and it was really, really focused heavily on drinking and driving. Right. Which, thanks to MAD, Mothers Against Drunk Driving, that that really has been amazing yeah. in curbing that particular um epidemic yeah it was at so we know levels. we know education works we do know it works we, we do just, know it works we need good programs like this yes so so warning take only as directed is going to have a big premiere at mm -hmm. afi in silver spring yeah that's AFI really silver. cool uh-huh yeah so very what are excited. you hoping um are you hoping to bring audiences, or is it a, for only um, a certain? Well, it's it's an invitation, invitation only. Invitation only, okay. But there will be um, certainly we'll open it up to the general public if uh, if we don't get uh, enough responses. But it's it's a four hundred seat theater, so uh, it's a great theater. Yeah, it, it is a great theater. So I'm hoping we'll have a lot of press, just uh, a lot of buzz around the premiere, and then right after the premiere. The um, film and the companion discussion guide will be available free of charge for download on the website. Awesome. Yeah. So if somebody who's listening and they want to bring the film, get, get more information about the film and possibly bring the film to their school, or um, how, would they, how would they go about doing that? Go to the website, which is warningshortfilm.com, or on Facebook, warning, take only as directed, um, and contact me, and we'll get... We'll, help you out send you all the materials awesome awesome is there a final message you'd want to leave to listeners that is is really important to you that you might just leave us with <laughs> if you're a parent of teenagers buckle your seatbelt. <laughs> i don't know hang on be careful hug them uh but be aware and 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 talk keep the lines of communication open yeah. Um, it, it starts at home. We have to talk about these things. We can't pretend they're not happening. We do. We do. I agree. Well, thank you, Trish. And I look thank forward you, to uh, hearing more about warning, take only as directed, and, and um, spreading the word about this awesome project. So thank you so much. Thank you. so much for listening to Happy Healthy You. And just for you guys, the Happy Healthy You listener, Audible, the awesome audiobook people, are offering a free 30-day trial to give you the chance to check them out. I always have about three audiobooks going at once. I listen when I'm driving, they're great on long trips, when I'm running, or just hanging out at home. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash happyhealthyyou. Hey, you'll also be helping support this podcast, so thanks. Thanks.